welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back again. We are on part three of our macronutrient series, and today we are talking all about fats. I think it is the one macro that people maybe don't talk enough about and also don't pay enough attention to because healthy fats are very important and essential to our dietary needs. Now, before I go any further, Today, if you're listening to this on release day, which is Monday, August 9th, we have a nutrition challenge starting in my private Facebook community. So we are focusing the next five days on working together to focus on our water intake, our whole food intake, and learning all about balance and how to balance healthy eating with our lifestyle. So as soon as you're done with this episode, if you want to join us, I will have my Facebook community linked in the show notes and please hop on over into there and join us for this week. I usually run challenges about once every month or so. um, And so my challenge this month is a nutrition challenge and that was based on what people in the community said that they wanted to do. So um, hop on over there. If you are interested in joining us or interested in just connecting a little more with me, but let's get into this. We are going to talk about dietary fat today, and first we'll start with talking about what it does, right? Why is dietary fat important or healthy fats important for us to take in? And here are just a few reasons. So dietary fat actually provides energy to our bodies, especially when carbohydrates aren't readily available. Um, They are super important for metabolizing vitamins. So vitamins A, D, E, and K need healthy fats to help them be metabolized into our body. Um, Fat also provides a layer of insulation for us. I know sometimes it's a little bit of a joke like, oh, you're, you know, always warm because you have more fat on you or people that have less fat are colder typically, but it actually is true that having a layer of fat under our skin does help our survival and help us regulate our body temperature. Um, Essential omega-3 fatty acids work as anti-inflammatories for our bodies, um, and they also make up components of our brain and eye tissue, which is super important. And then we have DHAs, which actually also make up the human brain, eye, and sperm cells in men. So that's very important, especially um, if men are looking to have a baby, right? Um, Our cell membranes are also made up of a double layer of fat. So that is very important as well. And fat also helps with um, digestion and absorption of foods. So let's talk a little more. The biggest thing that I want you to take away from today about dietary fat, and I'm just going to give it to you right up front, is that one gram of fat is nine calories. Now that's a big difference because one gram of carbohydrates 
or one gram of protein is only four calories. And so when you have a gram of fat, you're doubling the calories as if you were eating a gram of carbs or protein. So you need to understand this, especially if you are in a weight loss phase right now, that one gram of fat is double the amount of calories. And if you're looking to be in a calorie deficit, it's important that you understand the difference between a gram and the amount of calories. So just know that every gram of fat that you take into your body is two times, more than two times the amount of calories if that gram of food were a carb or a protein. So that's why we need to pay special attention to how much dietary fat we're taking in. Um, but also know it is essential to take in some dietary fat. Now, we have fatty acids, and those fatty acids could be broken down into saturated and unsaturated fat, which we are going to talk about. And we also need to talk about cholesterol. So cholesterol is also a form of fat, and we will talk a little bit about cholesterol as well, and good cholesterol and bad cholesterol, and what are the difference between the two. But we are going to start with talking about unsaturated fats. And unsaturated fats are the ones that are typically liquid at room temperature. And they're pretty unstable. So that means they'll go bad sooner um, than saturated fats will. And unsaturated fats are the kind that we want to focus a little bit more on. So we have monounsaturated fatty acids, or MUFAs. And these are things like olive oil, almonds, cashews, pecans, canola oil, avocado, olives, nut butters, and they are an important part of a healthy diet. We also have polyunsaturated fatty acids, or PUFAs, and these are also things like walnuts, sunflower seeds, flax oil, salmon, corn, uh, or corn oil, soybean oil, and safflower oil. So both are a very important part of your diet. They actually help reduce the risk of heart disease. And these are the types of fats that are pretty common to see in the Mediterranean diet. So this may be something you've heard of. The Mediterranean diet is actually one of the only diets that's been scientifically studied and proven um, to promote a healthier lifestyle. This is a diet that comes from Greece and Italy. Um, it's where people are eating foods that are rich in monounsaturated fats like olive oil, nuts, and seeds. Um, so when you are looking at fats... And starting to think about these things and reading labels, um, that unsaturated fat is much better for you than saturated fat. So saturated fatty acids are foods that are usually solid at room temperature. They're found in animal fat, palm oil, and coconut oil are a couple of them. Um, usually they're processed. So typically uh, there is hydrogen forced into vegetable oil that will create a semi-solid or solid saturated fat. So think of things like cheese, um, dairy, whole milk, 2% milk, uh, cream, chicken sausage, bacon, uh, some beef, grain-based desserts, lard, palm oil, again, coconut oil, margarine, and even butter. So these are all saturated fats. And not that they have no place in your diet, but they're ones that you want to pay kind of extra attention to, that you don't want too much of them in your diet. And 
just knowing that this is more of a processed fat and we want to stay further away from processed foods and closer to whole foods as much as we can. Now, there's also something called trans fats, and I think this has been kind of a hot button topic, so you've probably heard about trans fats, but trans fat is something you want to stay away from 100% of the time. So if there is trans fat in a food on the label, you want to put it back. You don't want to take that into your body. It is an artificial fatty acid. Um, there are It's processed basically to make it more shelf stable so that it will last longer. Um, But things that contain trans fat are fried foods like French fries and donuts, some baked goods, some a lot of snacks, um, non-dairy coffee creamer has trans fats in it. Um, So you just want to pay attention to that. Trans fats are not good for your digestive system. They're not good for your body. You really want to stay away from them 100% of the time, and it really shouldn't be too difficult to do that. So again, talking about whole foods, trying to stay to the less processed stuff. Things that are more processed will likely have those trans fats in them because that just makes them more shelf stable. So especially thinking fast food, right? And that's why fast food gets such a bad rap because Anything deep fried or fried is going to have trans fat, and that's pretty much anything that you're going to get through a fast food drive-thru, right? So start paying attention to that. Try to stay away from that fast food, the French fries, the fried chicken, the donuts, all of that stuff. You know, donuts are, are basically deep fried to make them. So something to think about. All right, so let's talk a little bit about cholesterol. You have LDL, which is a type of cholesterol. This is the bad cholesterol. So LDLs carry cholesterol from the liver to the cells. And this is the number where if you get blood work done, you want this LDL to be lower, right? So you can think L for low. You want LDL to be low. And then you have HDLs. And HDLs actually carry excess cholesterol away from the cells to the liver to be turned into bile and then excreted from your body. So this is what you want. So you want more HDLs. H, think H, high. I want higher HDL to get that extra cholesterol away from my body and less LDLs because that's going to actually take that cholesterol and store it into your body. So just something to touch on here. Sometimes if you're told you have high cholesterol, it usually means that you have high LDLs and you need to lower them, um, which is done through, you guessed it, a proper diet and exercise. So just something to be aware of there. I don't want to get too deep into cholesterol. I will say that in the past, people kind of went on this trend of saying don't eat eggs if you have high cholesterol. And that's kind of proven to be like not true anymore. So yes, eggs contain cholesterol, but they contain the good cholesterol, the kind that you want inside your body. And also know that if you have high cholesterol or your cholesterol numbers are not good, there's really two components of that. One absolutely can be diet 
and exercise related. So if you're someone that's not eating well and not moving your body enough, you will end up with high cholesterol, which is not good for your heart health. But occasionally, high cholesterol also can be something that is passed on through your family. So it's important to know that there is a difference. And when and if someone talks to you, like your doctor talks to you about your cholesterol levels, it's important to do some digging and understand where that cholesterol is coming from, because that's going to also give you the best way to treat it and get your levels back to normal. And that's what you'll do when you're working with your doctor, right? So just a little bit on cholesterol there. Cholesterols are considered fats. Now, beyond cholesterol, you'll also have something called triglycerides measured when you have blood work done um, at your annual doctor appointment, if you're there right now, right? Um, When you're a little bit younger, you may not have this stuff checked as often. And I think men tend to start getting these types of things checked sooner than women. Um, But triglycerides basically transport fat in the bloodstream. So if you have a pretty high triglyceride number, that means there's a lot of fat in your bloodstream. And again, that's not good because that's what can build up in your heart and cause problems later on in life, um, like heart attack or stroke or things like that. So just know that that triglyceride number is also important. Now we're talking about dietary fat, and that is fat that is found in food composed of triglycerides. Um, And then we also can talk about adipose tissue. So adipose tissue is basically that loose connective tissue composed of fat cells. So if you're thinking of fat on a body, you're thinking of adipose tissue. Um, And typically that's extra fat that you've taken in that's been stored for energy. Um, It does insulate the body. So we all need a layer of adipose tissue on our body. That doesn't mean it has to be a very thick layer, but a layer of adipose tissue is important. It insulates our body and it also cushions our internal organs. So that is very important. Um, People that don't have enough adipose tissue on their body are a lot more prone to injury. Um, And then also our adipose tissue stores vitamins A, D, E, and K. So we talked about how it helps process those vitamins, but it also stores those vitamins. So a layer of adipose tissue in our body is a good thing. But again, too much of that thing is not good. So it is hard sometimes for people to find the balance of how much fat you should actually have on your body. And basically, you can get those numbers if you're looking up like a healthy BMI, which is body mass index. Now, I'm not a huge fan of BMI. I don't think it is a super um, accurate description of somebody's body because it really doesn't take into account um, how large your bones are, how much muscle you have. Uh, It basically just takes your height and your weight. Now, someone could be the same height and the same weight, but one person could have a ton of muscle tissue and someone else could have a ton of adipose tissue. And so it, and both of them could be called obese. So, um, that's just my two cents on on BMI, but I know it is uh, a way that is commonly used to give a quick overall picture of somebody's body. But moving on, um, we want 
those triglyceride number to be low. If we are looking in the United States, so in the U.S., um, there are recommendations for uh, when you get blood drawn. Your total cholesterol level should be less than 200. Your LDLs should be lower than 100. And your HDLs should be higher than 60. So that is what you're looking for. Then you're looking for your triglycerides to be less than 150. Now, these are guidelines. Obviously, your doctor knows what's best for you. But if you've gotten, you know, those reports back lately and you're wondering, I don't know, is this good or is this bad? Um, that's something that you can look into, definitely. Um, so let's go into the daily recommended intake. And the daily recommended intake overall is that 20 to 35% of your diet should be dietary fats, thinking about healthy fats, right? But less than 10% of your intake should be saturated fats. So you're looking for those unsaturated fats. And then you're also looking for omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. So what you're looking at is you're trying to get 1.6 grams for males and 1.1 gram for females of omega-3 fatty acids. And then omega-6 fatty acids, 17 grams for men and 12 grams for women. So for that, you're thinking walnuts, pecans, sunflower seeds, sesame seeds, those kinds of things. Now, just remembering that overall, again, we're going back to the beginning, one gram is nine calories. So getting enough healthy fats in is very important, but overeating on fats is going to contribute to a much higher calorie count for the day and is not going to help with your weight loss. So something just to keep thinking about is when you are taking in fats, you want to choose unsaturated fats to start with. You want to look at omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids on the label and make sure that you're getting those in and you are avoiding trans fats as much as you possibly can. Those trans fats are not going to be your friend <laughs> when it comes to weight loss. So that is basically it that I have for you on fats. There's not necessarily as much um, to talk about as we had with carbohydrates and definitely with protein. My suggestion really is just to keep an eye on the fats that you are taking into your body and making sure that you're not exceeding 20 to 35% of your diet. And again, that number varies a lot, right? That's a big difference again, 20% to 35%. There are situations where some people need more fat in their intake during the day, and there are other people that need to back off from the fats in their diet. So just keep in mind, this is a range and you working with either a registered dietitian or a certified nutrition coach, which is what I am, can really help you narrow down what percentage is right for you, how many calories that you should be having of fat or how many grams of fat, along with balancing in those carbs and the protein as well. But now that we're at the end of this thinking, just remembering that carbohydrates, protein, 
and fats are your three macronutrients. And keeping those three in balance is really what is going to help you with your weight loss, help you with your healthy nutrition, and help you just manage your health. So a good diet or nutrition plan is not going to eliminate any three of these. We're never going to eliminate protein. We're not going to eliminate carbs and we're not going to eliminate fats. We are going to find a healthy balance so that your body can function at its best because your body needs all three of these things. It's science. We know it. Um, It's been tested over and over again. Having a balanced meal plan, a balanced nutrition program is super important to make sure your body is getting what it needs, but also making sure that you aren't depriving yourself of anything. So any kind of nutrition plan that totally cuts something out is not sustainable. It may be something that a doctor or dietitian may recommend to you for a short period of time, but you will always, under the guidance of an educated individual, be brought back to a balanced meal plan. So I just want you all to keep that in mind and just know that you don't have to cut out carbs. You don't have to cut out fats. You don't have to cut out protein. We just need to find the right balance. So If you would like to work with us this week in my free Facebook community, I would love for you to do that. Please go jump into it. The show notes are going to be going to have the link in there. And I also want to invite you guys, uh, which I know I do every now and then, to my private fitness community. Um, We actually will be having a full nutrition course in September in our community, and that will be free to any of the members in that community. So if you have an interest in that or want to know more about that, I will also put the link to my website in the show notes. You can go on and look a little bit and also request more information about that there. But I hope this little three-week series was helpful to you. Next week, we are going to be getting back to a little more mindset focus. Um, But I thought it was important to talk about macronutrients because I get questions about it all the time. People reaching out to me, DMing, messaging me, asking me about macronutrients and how to balance them. And while if you're not necessarily a client of mine. I can't sit down and figure that out for you completely, but having some base knowledge is great and a great place to start. So I figured why not give some base knowledge out for free um, and help you guys out. So thank you so much again for listening. I hope you love today's episode. I will be going back to some mindset next week. So get ready for a kick in the pants if you need it. But until then, have a wonderful week. Stay well, my friends. Move your body, drink water, balance those macros, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.